Ready? Okay. Yeah, it sounded fine. It wasn't like the best recording ever, but... It'll do, pig. So where are you at and what are you doing? We are... Hmm... What a long day. Where are we? We're in Leando. Leando. Near Santander. It's like between Santander and Bilbao. I love how you call it Santander. Is it Santander? <laughs> yeah. Santander. But you call it Santander. Just like that. Santander. That good old Santander bank. We'll go pull some money out of that ATM. Santander. Oh my god, okay. So, you can probably tell that we're quite tired. I just picked a little bit of mint. This is like... This is natural mint growing out of this field of crabgrass that we're sitting in. <gasps> spider! Little jumpy spider! Um, so, we have not had a podcast since... We before we even left because we've been absolutely fucking exhausted <laughs> every day. So, give a little bit of some background, I would say, of what has happened to us within the past. How long has it been? Uh, coming up on two weeks. Okay, so... Close to... Two weeks. The 22nd today. We left on the 8th. That was a creaky as fuck truck. So, yeah, two weeks. Yeah, okay. So, we had left Boise at 4 a.m. The flight was at 6.30? Yeah. And so we got to the Salt Lake City Airport around, what was it, like 8? I thought it was like 8.30. Yeah, 8.30 or so. And then didn't have too much of a layover. Which was nice. And then just jumped on another plane to get to LAX. And then in LAX, we had almost 12 hours layover. Which was fun. Not so much. There was moments of broken sleep uh, in a corner near a 7-Eleven where we got some cheap... Yeah, Carl didn't sleep, but I tried and maybe got 10 or 15 minutes. Um, And... Yeah, we had some really cheap 7-Eleven airport food, because if we would have had anything else, it probably would have cost an arm and a leg. Basically, we got there, and we didn't check in or go behind the gates for a while, because we had 12 hours, and everything's triple the price or more behind, you know... When you go through security. security. Yeah. 
So we stayed on the outside until we had like a few hours. Few hours or something. Yeah. And then just kind of hung out and farted around until we were about to board our plane. Um, while we were at the gate, Carl had heard that our names were cast over the uh, speaker. And so I went up and I started chatting with the gal at the desk. She had told me that we needed a way to prove that we were going to be leaving the EU because we did not have an onward flight out of the EU. Just a one-way ticket in. We had just a one-way ticket in. And so they were damn near not going to let us on the flight. But I kind of sweet-talked our way into the flight (laughs) and just kind of told her that we were planning on doing this pilgrimage. We didn't really know how long it would take us. We were also planning on, you know, doing things on a budget, so it's not always economical to, you know, book far in advance, and sometimes it's like you wait until the last minute. Um, Which is weird, too, because I feel like lots of people just go there and they don't know how long they're going to stay. Yeah. And that they're so reluctant to let you on even board the flight mm-hmm. beforehand without an onward ticket. Yeah. I don't know. I guess given the situation nowadays, it kind of makes sense. But mm-hmm. it just makes it inconvenient. Well, yeah. but yeah, I guess I get it. But yeah, so she she was, you know, basically really sweet and kind of just was like, okay, I'm going to be sneaking you onto this plane because we really had no proof of uh, any other ticket. So, but we made it and that was kind of a relief when we were actually boarding the little tram that took us to uh, where our plane was on the runway and the flight was pretty bare bones. So... Um, and everything also, cost money. yeah, everything cost money, so you didn't even get offered water without paying for it. But it was kind of expected, given that this was a direct flight from LA to Barcelona for to like $200. Yeah, it was cheap, so we knew it was going to be we like that. We kind of expected it to. The one yeah. thing I did not expect was how cold they were going to be having this flight be. It they were, freezing. it was absolutely freezing. It's so, August. yeah, and uh, basically they charged you for blankets if you needed one. Bitches. So <laughs> it was a little bit on the tricky side, but so we grabbed our puffs and layered yeah, up. Yeah, we grabbed as many layers as we could and tried to keep warm. It was a little tricky. I hardly slept a wink, whereas Carl slept the entire flight, which was cool, and I'm glad that he was able to do that. I was exhausted. Yeah. I think I only slept like two hours the night before. Same. So by the time the whole next day came around, yeah, I was uh, pretty out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, what, like a 10 or... Ten-hour flight? Yeah, it was just about ten hours, probably maybe even a little bit longer. And I seriously felt like it lasted an hour. Yeah, and that's we were, pretty uh, cool. To land. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I woke Carl up like half hour before we landed, 
and then, you know, it always takes a little while to get off the flight. And we were in the very back. We were in the very back. We were also trying to keep in communication to um, our couch surfing host, who was nice enough to offer to pick us up from the airport, which was very sweet of her. Um, and so her and her boyfriend came and met us. Uh, after we had already gotten through customs and all that, which, which was, again was a little a, nerve-wracking. Yeah, a little nerve-wracking. We didn't know how it was going to go with us getting into the EU officially. Yeah, because we were having issues leaving the states. Um, but no, nothing happened, and we were totally good to go. They stamped our passports in, and. Um, yeah, so we met up with our couch surfing host, um, Jimena, and her boyfriend, Luis, and they drove us pretty much. It was a long drive, too, so I it was... I think... I've never been in the Barcelona airport. Yeah. I've been in the bus stations and stuff, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty far outside of the city. It yeah. was at least 30 to 40 minute drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were nice enough to come pick us up. It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. And so then we headed back to their house, or their apartment, and uh, she is, or, well, I guess it would be her mostly, is uh, very into puzzles. And I think that's kind of an understatement. Um, She has an Instagram that's dedicated to puzzles, and uh, her and her boyfriend go to competitions quite frequently, which uh, is pretty awesome. And, yeah, so it was pretty cool seeing her puzzle collection. We actually did bring her a birthday present because uh, it was her birthday a couple days after we had stayed with them. Um, yeah, which was a puzzle from the States. So she was pretty excited about it. She was. Yeah. Um, they had a couple cute dogs that were, they were kind of poodle-ish, but they were almost like bears. Like if they let their hair grow out, they looked like bears, mm-hmm. big bears. But they were both kind of puppies still, so really cute and just playful. And it was nice to have little dog friends right when we got there, you know. So, but they were super nice. They gave us coffees. They took us out to dinner, which was right down the the road. It was just around the corner, which mm-hmm. was basically just like a little sandwich little shop. Sandwich. And so it was really good. And he offered to get the check, and yeah, it was really nice. Just really nice. Really nice gesture. Yeah, for sure. So it was cool. Um, and yeah, we had taken off the next day because we had booked a hostel um, the following night night, and we started walking across town and had one night to uh, you know stay in Barcelona again until we headed off to the Camino. Uh, We didn't do a whole lot besides kind of prepare ourselves for walking the Camino, so there wasn't really a whole lot of sightseeing. There was just kind of like a walking around town to get us trekking poles, to ship some of our things, because we didn't want to carry all of the weight that we had in our packs. 
um, yeah, it was basically kind of just get prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, we had already booked a bus ticket to Irun, which is the start of the Camino. And we got up really early the next morning to catch that bus. Um, we had walked pretty much across town to get to the bus station. And we get there, and we have like half hour till our bus is supposed to come. And we're waiting. And we're waiting. And waiting. And it never comes. And so we had seen a whole group of people who were waiting for the same bus kind of take off in the direction of the street. And we, rather than, like, ask them, you know, what the hell's going on, we uh, just kind of went to the information desk, which was a total kind of... God, that thing's loud. Um, it was a total kind of Mr. Bean scenario, because he was taking his sweet time, and... We were also third in line, so we had to wait anyway. Yeah. And so we're like, you know, kind of like, okay, let's go, let's go. And he's just taking really long. He tells us to go upstairs, talk to a desk, which... We went upstairs, there wasn't anybody there, Um, a security guard had pointed us into the right direction of what desk to go to. Once we had gotten to the right desk, um, she told us basically that the bus had been rerouted and, I guess not rerouted, but the bus station had been changed to a different station which was clear across town. Yeah, so the bus had been rerouted. Yeah, okay, so yeah. So we were supposed to go to Barcelona Nord. Yeah. And without knowing so, the bus had been changed to going to Barcelona Sants. Yeah. Which is on the opposite side of town. Mm-hmm. And she told us that the bus was supposed to be leaving now, which was supposed to be originally 8. No. Is this going to happen? Oh, my God. Okay, so this... But this damn bell of the church nearby goes off for like five minutes. So we're going to stop and then try it again. Oh, oh, never mind. We got lucky this time. Right on. So, yeah, so the bus was originally supposed to be there at 845. Mm-hmm. It's now switched to the other bus station across town, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to leave there at 9.15, she says. Yeah. It's and like 9.07. Yeah, we had like eight minutes to get all the way across and town. it is across town. And so we basically just haul ass out of the train, st- or the bus station. We get to the road where there were maybe like two or three cabs that were queued up just alongside the sidewalk, and... No one was in them. So we're kind of panicking and just like, um, we're going to miss this bus that we already paid for. We already booked um, because there's no cabbies around. So we're like hailing down cabs in the middle of the street. But they keep pointing to us that we have to go back to where the queue is. And we're going, there's nobody in the cabs. But finally, someone had popped up 
um, the first one in line. And so we get into his cab real quickly and we try to uh, get our asses down or across town to the bus station Sands. And he's hauling ass, like going super, super fast. There, he didn't speak very good English, so he was wondering if there was a problem, and we, you know, tell him see si problema, and that like trying to in broken Spanish tell him that we missed our bus. What is with the bells? It was like two minutes ago. Okay. Oh. And that's it. Yeah, but he was asking <laughs> us, when is your bus leave? 10 o'clock? And we were like, no, it's 9.15. Yeah. And he was like, what? Yeah. And with relaying to this cab next to him, this lady whose English was better, she kept saying, impossible, impossible. Yeah, she's like, no, impossible, impossible. And we're like, well, let's hope, yeah. you know. And so traffic was bad. There was an accident where a lady... Had fallen off her motorcycle there was you know it was just like we it was hectic as shit and so we were really not expecting to make it um however i still had like a little glimmer of hope that it could it could be possible so we did get to the other bus station and there was one bus that was kind of there all alone and we run up to it and we're like irun irun and they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we luckily had made that bus. And yeah. yeah, barely. They were pretty much already packed everything underneath the bus. They were about to walk onto the bus and close the doors. And we showed up. So uh, that was kind of like a miracle. It was amazing. It was a stressful morning. Very stressful morning. Um, this is following all the other shit that we've been through. Um so then we jump on this bus that takes us probably like six, six, hours. six, six or six and a half hours. We did have a break in the middle of there, um, but got us to Irun, which is the start of the Camino del Norte, which is, um, it's basically what we've been doing since then, uh, which is walking every day. Um, we did have one rest day in Bilbao. Bil- Sorry, I was burping. We had one rest day in Bilbao. Um, I think it started maybe the day after Irun in San Sebastian that every single city that we've stayed at has had fiestas going on. Yeah. So it's, I think, the Basque kind of annual, um, I would say almost like their, yeah, just their fiestas. They're celebrating their kind of unity, their culture. They want to, you know, separate themselves from, from Spain and France. and France. And so they're trying to, you know, show that, yeah. I don't know. I'm so tired right now. <laughs> like trying to make sense of that shit. But, but yeah, basically, so we get up, we had been getting up between 5 and 5.30. Mm-hmm. 
and then we so we go to bed around 10 but then it's like parties all night <laughs> it's hot and Spain isn't set up with like air conditioning so they just yeah. have windows open mm-hmm. but with the windows open and hearing people partying all night and then fireworks going off at mm-hmm. you know midnight and people banging on drums and parades and this it's impossible <laughs> to sleep with even with the windows shut, it's yeah. so loud. Yeah. So yeah, and it goes and, till like one, two in the morning, and then you get up at five. And you basically walk all day uh, long. So it's walking, and it's humid and hot. <laughs> We've had a couple rain days. Yeah. It also takes a toll because it's. It's crazy, man. Like I don't even know how we're still standing. <laughs> and also this route. Yeah. Compared to different routes of the Camino, is very up and down. There's oh, a lot of very. ascents, there's a lot of descents. Yeah. It's not a whole lot of flat. No. There's a lot of road, too. It's just been tough, and we're exhausted. Yeah, we really... If you couldn't tell. <laughs> just by the sound of our voices. So, yeah, this is kind of what we've been dealing with. We I wanted think we to... just finished our 10th day of walking. Yeah. And, um, you know, the first couple of days, I think we were still kind of pumped to be on the Camino. We weren't... It's been really pretty, though. It's been gorgeous. And, for the I mean, most part. For the most part, yes. A lot more of it is along the road than I had expected. And by the end of the days, I feel like my feet just want to detach themselves and run off without me that doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense um it feels like my feet are chorizos that are stuffed to the point of bursting um yeah so literally my feet feel like they're gonna explode at the end of the day every day (laughs) and yeah this is what we've been doing there have been a whole lot of... Oh, my God. I just itched my mosquito bite. Um, there's been a whole lot of thoughts about why we're doing this again. Um, thoughts of missing family. Uh, I think thoughts of what future yeah what our future holds what are we doing what are we we doing with our lives what what do we want to do with our lives why is anything the way it is i don't know so yeah literally we're it's so it's about what time is it it's about 11 after eight o'clock on in the evening on a what is it Wednesday 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 night the 22nd and I feel like I could go to sleep right now it does cool off at night for the most part Mm -hmm. which is nice Mm -hmm. there are some kind of uh low-lying clouds but it's mostly clear it's kind of more so fog like coastal fog with (laughs) some clouds yeah 
It looks like the sun is behind the mountains, but not yet sunset. But so, already the air is cooling off. Yeah, it's nice. Because when the sun is up, it is hot. It is hot. And I am, I think I've been more sweaty on this Camino than I have any of the other Caminos. It's the humidity. Yeah, it's the humidity, and it stinks like no other because all you eat is bread. I feel like a walking piece of cheesy bread in the forest throughout the day. <laughs> We're looking at each other with very tired eyes. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, we only have like a month more of walking. <laughs> That's it. Well, not a full month. Yeah. I'm wondering if what you're doing with that grass is coming over your microphone. You're like chomping on your blade of grass. Um, yeah. So, just to give you an idea roughly of how long we walk average on a daily basis it could be anywhere from 16 kilometers to, to 26, 7, to 8. 28 close to 30 I think we've only had a couple like 30 or more days um, but yeah as far as miles that's anywhere from what 12 to 18 miles a day yeah, something like that. Yeah. So it's a lot. And to carry your pack is the one thing that makes all the difference. Because we've already shipped... Once in Barcelona, we shipped items. And then once in a town outside of... Uh, Bilbao. So... We knew that we had too much in the beginning, but we even underestimated how much we needed to get rid of. So we now are carrying a pretty good amount of weight. Um, loud kids. So yeah, and then just with the Spanish hours being very different as well, my people start waking up at, you know, 11, 10 or 11. Um, shops don't open up until around then. Um, then they close for siestas at 2, don't open back up for 5. Dinners, they don't even start don't until like 8 or 8.30 which when you're a pilgrim and you've already gotten up at like 6 and then you're ready for dinner by probably 6 <laughs> it makes it a little difficult to have to wait 2 hours for your meal so we just cooked ourselves something tonight which worked out pretty good um, but yeah we'll probably be in bed by 10 at the latest probably be asleep by close to 10 I would like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then we get to get up tomorrow and repeat everything again. 
I just find it kind of funny how, as a human, we kind of tend to forget the negative and just focus on the positive. So I remember thinking back to the Caminos before and being like, oh, I loved them. They were amazing. And I made all these friends and we, we had cool walks and talks and we got to see some amazing Spanish countryside and I, why did I forget about the times where I would be walking and my feet felt like they were going to explode to the point where I had to count to a hundred a hundred times over you know it's like fuck there is a reason why they call this a pilgrimage because it's hard fucking work it's not easy. It's not a walk in the park. Especially the north route. And how much road there is. So. That's what we've been doing. Wrap it up. Yeah. Wrap it up. You can tell what I have to do with old Grumpo over here. <laughs> You've just been trailing on the last. You're a trailer. Yeah. That's all we do is trail on every day. <laughs> all right. Enough of the cheesiness. What do you want to say? Over and out. Ten four. Toodles. Buen camino. Adios. Adios. Buen camino. <sighs> I'm gonna lay down. Yeah. Okay. Well, we love you all. We're doing okay. We're sore every day. We're alive. We're alive. And well. We're well. Ish. We're Welsh. <laughs> Alright. I will talk to you next time.